Welcome to Tech Insights from Infotech Research Group. I'm your host, Brian Jackson. How many times do you copy and paste text in a day? It's probably so many times you couldn't even count. For me, hitting Ctrl-C and Ctrl-V is wired into my muscle memory. It's so easy I don't even think about it. Until now. It turns out that some mobile apps have been snooping on the contents of my clipboard. And yours too. Here to tell us about it in this week's monologue is Jeremy Roberts, a senior research analyst in operations at Infotech Research Group. Hey everybody. This week I want to talk about an issue that's not exactly fresh news, but illustrates the trade-offs that come with participating in digital life. Major iOS apps like Reddit, LinkedIn, and TikTok have all been in the news recently, and not for good reasons. All three apps, along with others, were caught snooping users' clipboards. Basically, when you copy something on your iPhone, it's stored in your clipboard. As far as I know, Apple hasn't implemented any controls over what apps can do with information stored there. But with iOS 14 currently out in beta, users now receive a notification when an app snoops their clipboard's contents. Some apps, like Reddit and LinkedIn, copied the clipboard's contents with every keystroke. On iOS 14, whenever you type a letter in these apps, you get a notification from Apple letting you know what's going on. This gets pretty annoying, as I'm sure you can imagine, but I think it's better to know than to scroll in ignorance. LinkedIn's VP Engineering of Consumer Products did respond to the uproar, tweeting that the company only used clipboard contents to run an equality check between them and whatever had been typed into a text box. It may well have been innocent, but I don't think that makes it any less disturbing. I think the most troubling thing about this is how comparatively little attention it got. It's a pretty big invasion of privacy, but it's become par for the course. We know that apps take what they can get, permissions-wise, all the time because they need to aggressively collect data. In a lot of cases, it's their business model. It's become cliché, but we should always remember, if you're not the customer, you're the product. In a lot of cases, it's invasive, but not directly harmful. Nobody likes having their clipboard snooped, but odds are that's not going to result in a breach. Most of the time, the apps just want to target ads or sell your data or even improve the user experience because not all developers are evil. Though some have done some questionable things, like that time Uber geofenced Apple's headquarters to hide the fact that it was tracking individual iPhones even after the user had deleted the app. Travis Kalanick even got called into the principal's office for a verbal drubbing. So why am I telling you this? Usually I don't focus on things that could be considered personal choices, and that still holds. Who cares what permissions consumers enable? The problem is that a lot of these people use their phones for work now, like an insanely high number. And many of those people like using Reddit and TikTok and even LinkedIn. And when Reddit and compliance standards clash, guess who loses? When employees are using their own phones, it becomes a problem. Who are you to tell people what they can and can't download? An obvious solution is to give out phones, but in most cases that leaves people with two phones. Unless they really like gadgets, this solution won't make them any happier. So what's the end-user computing manager to do? I'll suggest a model called corporate ownership personal enablement. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? When your devices are corporately owned and personally enabled, you get the best or worst of both worlds. It works like this. You buy the device and give it to your end user. They treat it like it's theirs because functionally it is. And you get to slap some MDM on there for the things that you care about and your end user doesn't complain because, hey, free phone. Of course, there are some downsides. Some people don't like that level of interference in their personal affairs. But as long as you make your position clear and don't become that which you swore to defeat, this might work for you. Not convinced? Well, let's do some pros and cons. Pros. One, more control for the business. Two, free phone for the employee. Three, Probably a better price since companies usually have more buying power than individual consumers. Four, employees have that mobility. And five, people don't have to carry two phones around. Now for the cons. One, it's more expensive than just not doing anything and letting people do their own thing. Two, 
A lot of people are uncomfortable with MDM on their personal devices, even if you as an IT department pledge not to get up to anything sketchy. And three, people might not like what you buy them. I mean, they might be Apple people and you buy them a Samsung Galaxy S20. Great phone, very expensive, not what they asked for. So there you have it, a problem. Questionable mobile app practices that put you at risk. What if some crapware grabs user credentials from the clipboard? Solution, use MDM to manage employee phones and sweeten the deal by buying the devices yourself and giving them away. There are of course some potential challenges with this model, but I think they could be solved with effective policies and communication, along with some choice. Give employees a menu. I'm not saying this will work for everyone, but it's definitely worth considering and I think it's more fair for everyone involved. Except for TikTok. I can't picture many companies letting people use TikTok on company-owned devices. Back to you, Brian.